What's up, people? Welcome to the 2023 Income Report with me, your host, Mark Savant. I actually started doing income reports uh, in February of 2023, just as a trial, just to kind of open up a backstage pass, let people know what is it like to actually grow a business, a side hustle, and turn it into your main income stream. And lo and behold, these have been the most popular episodes. I get more feedback, more emails, more chats about these income reports than any other episode. So guess what? I'm going to keep doing them and I'm going to bring you more backstage, open, authentic, transparent business building insights over the, not advice. I don't think of these as advice. This is just me telling you what I'm doing. This is just me breaking open the books and telling you exactly what I'm learning every single week, which by the way, the most important thing moving forward is AI. It's, it's, it is the most important thing to your business and financial success. I'm compiling all my best tips, all my best tactics, all of my learnings from ChatGPT, quite frankly, into a document just for you. You can get it for free at AIUpdate.ai. I'm going to put a link below. I really want you to check this out. I think this is one of the most important things that I'm doing at AIUpdate.ai. Uh, my goal is to empower 1 million people and save 1 million people from AI with AI. You can get that guide at AIUpdate.ai. I'll put a link below to make it easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right, so now that you're ready for the new year, let's talk about what happened last year. The 2023 income report for Mark Savant Media. Uh, this year I had three primary sources of income, one of which is my podcast itself generating income through ads and sponsorships. Uh, the second of which is through a mastermind pro group that I lead. If you have interest in that, I'll put a link below. If you're trying to surround yourself with business-minded people, that is definitely the place that you want to be. And then the third and largest source of income is through my podcast production agency. Uh, we just focus on using podcasts as a marketing tool. We turn basically 15 to 30 minute Zoom calls into an entire media presence, blog, emails, social media, YouTube, you name it, we get it. All your digital media presence straight from your podcast. And you know, I think when a lot of people, just as a side note, think of a podcast, they think, oh, well, I want to get lots of downloads on my podcast. And you know, th that's good. We want to get downloads on our podcast. I always like seeing the numbers increase. It's a good thing. But the podcast for most business owners is, is, is not about getting lots of downloads. It's about leveraging that that time to network, to grow your relationship with someone, and then to repurpose it into dozens and dozens of pieces of content. It's, it is your entire digital media presence. It is your reputation. I was listening to Tim Ferriss the other day say, going forward, the most important thing is your reputation. And the podcast is the tool to grow your digital media presence and reputation. So anyway, that's my largest form of income. And let's go into it. Let's look at the notes here. So Gross profit for the year came in at $141,492. So, I mean, look, for my first year fully committed to the business, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I set a target for myself of 150K, all right, 150K. So I came in just shy of 150K. Um, there, you know, there were things that could have been done better, you know, things that went super well. Uh, this is a learning experience. And I'll tell you what, 2024, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to freaking crush it. I'm going to knock the pants off 2024. I'll talk about that in another episode because I don't want to go too long here. I know your time is valuable. But we ended up at 100, just over 141,000 for the year. Uh, expenses came in at 100 and t basically 120,000 for the year. Um, 
So I'm going to go through the expenses. I want to break down the expenses um, because $26,000 of the expenses was actually, actually ended up going towards payroll. I actually talked about that in the December income report because because of the income and speaking to my accountant, we decided that, hey, it makes sense to transition the company, uh, Mark's Font Media, to, it makes sense to transfer the company into an S-corp for a lot of the tax benefits. So part of that meant paying myself, basically paying myself a salary. So if if you were to remove that from the equation, from the expenses, uh, it ends up, the expenses for the year end up being closer to, you know, 95000 for the year. So we'll talk about what that looks like in, as far as how much money I made, how much food I'm able to put on my table um, in, you know, as we go through this. So anyway, payroll and taxes, 26000 I'm the sole employee. We are an S-corp. That's how it went. Um, advertising. Let's talk about advertising a little bit. And you know what? I just want to say that this is really my first year of really committing to the accounting piece, the balance sheet, the profit and loss, um, getting everything into QuickBooks. I've been historically a spreadsheet accountant. And, you know, that that's fine starting off. But I, I got to say, just going through the balance sheet, going through the profit and loss statement on a biweekly to monthly basis has really helped me. It's really helped me to understand cash flow. And it's it's enabled me to find mistakes and find double payments and cancel subscriptions that I might not be leveraging on, on quite a few occasions. So, you know, listen, you got to look at your numbers. It's kind of like if you're trying to lose weight and you're like, oh, I just don't want to hop on the scale. I'm, I don't want to look at the scale. You got to get on the scale. You have to know your numbers. It enables you to figure out your formulas, et cetera. So, Anyway, just a quick side. Let's get back into the expense breakdown. So advertising expense for the year was about $8,000. Now, the majority of this ad spend was on promotion, on promotion, not exactly, basically promoting my podcast. I was trying to find ways to grow the podcast, grow my social media influence. And so the majority of the advertising expense went towards that. I would consider it more marketing rather than advertising. Now, one of the things that, I, I tried this year, and I, I think this is a good learning lesson for anyone that's trying to grow a, a YouTube channel or a podcast, your audience, something like that, is that I spent about $1,400, $1,500 on ads through Buzzsprout. The sole purpose was I want to drive more downloads to my podcast, and it worked. I got more downloads. Some of you may have found me because of the way that the Buzzsprout ads work, okay? The, the problem with that. And, and what I learned there is I don't want to spend money on ads unless I have something specific to sell, okay? Don't spend money on ads unless you have something to sell on the back end. And at the time, you know, I had, I had some things that I could sell or would sell, but I didn't have a specific offer, a specific call to action. So that was kind of the big learning lesson. Uh, you know, I don't consider it wasted money. I consider it a learning lesson because that $1,400 got me a few listeners for the podcast, but really just taught me that, hey, if I'm going to spend money on ads, I want to have an ROI. I want to know how much money I'm, I'm going to get on the back end, right? So uh, lesson there. Uh, continuing education. I spent $6,600 on continuing education. These are mastermind groups, training sessions, some, some, in some cases conferences, specifically with that investment in learning. So 6,600. I, I think it's really important to invest in you. I learned a lot. You connect a lot. You, you meet people. And I kind of wonder, did I invest enough? Some of these mastermind programs are very, very expensive. I likely will be getting into some of them, you know, but it, it, it just should a matter of like, 
where my income is at. And one of the things that I really want to help people with is, is getting into that groove of learning with people. Again, I run a mastermind. It's very inexpensive depending on where you're at, but it can be as low as 50 bucks a month. Risk-free, by the way. I'll put a link below. I definitely encourage you to check us out and jump into some of our calls. We're looking at AI, business, goal setting, accountability. Really, really good. So 6600 for continuing education was spent. Contractors was by far the largest expense coming in almost at $57,000 for the year. So, I, you know, and I'm happy with this amount. It ended up being about 40% of my revenue went towards payroll. And, you know, $56,000, wow, it, it feels really good. It feels really freaking good. As someone who has been a lifelong employee, I wasn't putting money in people's pockets. I was offering product or service. Now I'm actually putting money in people's pockets, $56,000. And I'll tell you what, I plan on doubling, tripling, quadrupling how much money I'm paying people in this upcoming year. Because, gosh, man, investing in the right people changes everything. $57,000 paid out to my team and to contractors. I'm, I'm actually very, very proud of that. I think that's an awesome thing. Uh, dues and subscriptions came in at about $2,000. These are, again, different programs, sometimes softwares that I'm involved in. There's some, some uh, overlap in some of these, um, in, in some of these things. Uh, meal expenses came in at about $440 for the year. I'm going out whining and dining people, things of that nature. Maybe I have an additional expense because I'm going to a particular event and I need to pay for food. Um, office expenses and supplies, I have recorded at $1,800 for the year, although I just spent eh, a little over $2,000 on a camera. So office expenses and supplies coming in at just about 4K for the year. I mean, listen, I have a vision of having the dopest podcast studio in South Florida. It'll be 10 minutes from the beach, 10 minutes from the airport. People are going to be flying in from all over the world to come record with me. People just like you are going to be in the studio, either live or through virtual reality. You're going to slap on your goggles, your augmented reality goggles. It's going to feel like you're sitting there right on stage with me and some of the biggest celebrities, business people, politicians, athletes, the biggest on earth are going to be right there in that booth. So listen, if you're going to make that happen, you need to be investing in your content, be investing in your supplies. So that's, um, I, I, you know, something I'm going to invest in. So I did. Yeah. Let's keep going. Uh, online fees and software. I uh, spent just under $11,000 on online fees and software for the year. And it's kind of funny. When I first started out and I was looking at, whoa, this could be 50 bucks a month. I was like, this is going to, this is impossible. But listen, that's the beauty of growing your business. You start to, you start to be able, you, you look at cash flow differently. You look at, you know, not just the expense, but what is the return? Um, and so I, I just, it, there's been a change in perspective on how I spend money. Now, I'm not just saying I'm going around, you know, throwing out cash like I'm with Young Money and Drake and Lil Wayne. No, I'm not. I'm not making it rain. And, and that, again, that's part of the value of having a proper accounting processes in place. You're able to find, hey, where am I spending too much? Where am I not spending enough? Where, where are my targeted um, budgeted line items and so on and so forth. But yeah, $11,000. And one of the things I think that's worth noting is as your business starts to scale, as my business starts to scale, I'm starting to see somewhat very significant increases in the cost of my programming. Like for example, QuickBooks, seven, an extra 600, I just had to increase the cost, $650 this year because I'm changing to an S-Corp and I'm implementing payroll. My website hosting, 
doubled this year from 50 a month to $1,000 annually. I implementing a much more robust newsletter program that I told you about at the top of the hour here at AIupdate.ai. That's 100 bucks a month. I have a CRM that I'm investing in and really getting into it. We're going to talk about that in upcoming episodes because I think that's killer. Investing in the CRM, that's 100 bucks a month. Cloud storage increased. Project management increased. Every, every, basically, as you start to add more team members and you add more clients, everything increases. And that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm seeing. And, you know, that's just part of the game. But it's, it's something that I'm, I'm reassessing as I develop pricing structures and offers for clients. You know, bringing on a new client, is this economically feasible? I can't lower my prices because that's going to kill my fixed expenses for my automations and storage, et cetera, et cetera. All right, cool. So online fees and software, just under 11000 for the year. Uh, travel ended up coming in at just under 2900 for the year. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. Utilities and phone came in at 3400 for the year. That's smartphone, that's internet. Utilities for my home office. Again, part of the value of having your own business is you can pay for things like cell phone service and internet. Um, do your business because without it, your business ain't going anywhere, at least mine ain't. So what does that bring our final numbers to, right? Gross profit, 140, just, just over 141,000 for the year. The net operating income calculates $21,615 in net operating income, 24,000 in payroll to myself. I'm the sole employee right now. Owner, employee, it sounds kind of funny, but that's the way it is with an S-Corp. And uh, $3,400 spent on utilities and phone. Um, so, and then taxes, of course. So we subtract the taxes from those numbers, which brings my approximate not net operating, I wouldn't call it the net operating income. This this is the net income. This is what I get to take home. This is what I get to put food. This is what I, how I can pay for food um, or invest it back in the business, whatever I want to do. Brings my annual income, my final number to approximately $45,000 for the year. 45K for my first full year in business. I paid out $56,000 to other people, um, invested back into the business, learned a lot. And, you know, listen, I, I, I would much rather that be 450,000, but please believe we'll get there. You better believe we'll get there. So 45,000 for the year. So wherever you're at in your journey, don't feel bad or feel too comfortable because I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, baby. We're going to make a lot of freaking money this year. I'm excited about it. So let's move into key takeaways here as a way to kind of round this out. There were quite a few takeaways from 2023. So uh, 32% profit margin. I'm taking the net operating income divided by gross profit. And that brings me to 32% profit margin. And, you know, worth noting as the business grows, the profit margins will shrink, at least for certain portions, which, you know, I've got different, you know, some business models are much more profitable than others. For example, a restaurant is about a 3% profit margin, which is, which is crazy to dedicate your life and all that time to 31% profit margin. Um, and there's other types of businesses that have much higher profit margins. You know, if you're a YouTube creator, for example, and it's just yourself, you're going to have a higher profit margin because it's just you with a camera making money, making videos. So um, I'm going and I have several different businesses grow, going as you can, as you, as you know, as I broke down at the top of the hour, but um, certainly the largest bulk of the business, the podcast agency um, 
uh, is going to, I'm going to drive a lot more revenue this year, but the profit margin will shrink. At the end of the day, though, at the end of the year, I'll have to reassess, was it worth it? Where are we going? Um, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. This was the first full year self-employed. The first full year. I'm 40 years old. This is the first year I've been fully self-employed. So I feel pretty, I feel pretty freaking proud of that, man. It, and by the way, by the way, 40 years old, this was my favorite year. And I've had a lot of really good years, a lot of really good years. Senior year of high school was great. Uh, first year married to my wife, uh, kids, a lot of favorites. Um, and I'm, I don't want to put those on the back burner, but being personally responsible, the freedom, the free time, the ability to say, I'm going to take this day off, the ability to say, I'm going to work overnight. Really cool. Really cool. For, and again, 40 years old. For all you young bucks, I'm 40. This is my favorite year yet. I feel really good about it. Um, gained some clients, but also lost some, also lost some. There are wins and losses. Some days I'll have a big win in the morning and a big loss in the afternoon. It's like, uh, it's, it's a whirlwind, but, uh, you know, I, I actually, I kind of enjoy it. And I also am confident enough in myself and what I'm doing that even if there's a loss, I know that the win is coming. I know there's a win right around the corner and I know there's a loss right around the corner. It's just kind of how it goes. I keep doing what I do and just be the best I can be. Um, growing the right team is absolutely crucial. Bringing on the right people, absolutely crucial. And it is very hard to find the best people, but that's what I'm committed to doing. Um, and I brought on several great, great people this year. Going to keep looking for more. Um, I talked about this earlier, as far as takeaways go, reviewing expenses is very revealing. And I, but I, I do also need to find a better way to review the income sources um, without going into too much detail. I do a lot of my billing and invoicing and payments through Stripe. They all come through through Stripe. And so it's difficult for me to segment where is this income coming from? Is this coming from the podcast agency? Is this coming from my, uh, my, my group training, my group program? Is this coming from podcast income? It's, it's kind of difficult. And I'd like, to I'd like to figure that out because it'll give me more clarity on my cus customer acquisition cost, my customer lifetime value, et cetera. So that's something I need to look for. We talked about this next takeaway as well, converting from LLC uh, to an S-Corp. Uh, reviewing your numbers helps you find issues and errors. We already talked about that. Uh, I streamlined many processes and I continue, I'm going to definitely continue to do that. This streamlining is really important. Um, I, you know, specifically invoicing, you know, previously I would invoice clients of my podcast agency at different days throughout the month. And it became just so confusing, so confusing. Who's paying for what? Um, it just became a mess. If someone canceled, like how much do I have to refund? So now I do all my invoicing and payments on the same day, the 15th of the month. And those payments for the 15th are, are for the following month. So when I get a payment, let's say on January 15th, when all those payments come through, that's actually for production on in February. And so this just helps make sure that my clients are, uh, you know, I'm not just like hunting down people for accounts receivable. Um, and it also makes sure that the work that's being done the work that's being done can't be like reneged on, so to speak. So anyway, an, an important, like a very small step, but very, very crucial step in growing the business. Um, I've also made a big step this year in reducing how complicated launching a podcast is. So I've used tools to empower clients uh, without overwhelming them, without sending them a list that's 10 pages, 20 pages long of things to do. We just break it down in steps. And, you know, the other thing I found is that when a client is launching a podcast, there's, again, there's so many different things to do, but a lot of this stuff just doesn't matter. 
I don't want to talk to them about that. You know, let's let's just focus on what are you know, one or two things that you need to worry about now, and we just kind of keep adding on to that. The other thing that that I noted there is there's certain places in the podcast launch that slow up clients. It slows up the process, and I want to make sure that the client knows at the beginning these are the steps. You know, I know you want to get launched in six weeks. Just so you're aware, these are the three to four pain points. These are the uh, bottlenecks that are going to stop us. Be aware of it now. Let's get through it as quickly as possible because if we get stuck on these points, it's going to delay the entire process, okay? That was big. And then the last part was empowering the team, setting up automated systems so that they can take over the production. I can focus on the, the, the higher level, the strategy, the sales, the consultations, and let the team take over the production phase. Um, and then the, the last major thing that really happened, last major takeaway that ran into some big IT issues, specifically around cloud storage. Um, we were able to overcome that, to fix that. And I feel a lot better about cloud storage moving forward. It's still, it's still a problem, especially when you start getting into 4K video content. But cloud storage has been, a, has been an issue, um, but we were able to work through a couple big ones and find some solutions this year. So happy about that. Happy about that. Um, so those are all the takeaways from 2023. So we've gone over the financials, we've gone over the key takeaways and just to kind of close this out, just to kind of land the plane here, we really want to focus on the who, not the how, I think, uh, finding, I really just think that like finding the right clients, finding the right team, finding the right mastermind and community members is, is really important. It's, it's, it's really important. We sometimes, I think, put too much emphasis, at least I do, I put too much emphasis on how am I going to make money rather than who are the people that are going to help me make the money, you know? And I, I think that that's something to really consider. Who are you, like the fact that you're listening to this right now tells me that you are surrounding yourself and putting yourself with the right people, right? Because I'm committed to not just trying to shill and sell you something you don't need, but I actually really want to invest in you because I know long-term that's going to be better for you. It's going to be better for me and my reputation, as I kind of mentioned earlier. So I'm going to land the plane here. Uh, I don't want to go too long in uh, future episodes. One, one more thing that I'm going to note here, actually. In future episodes, I do plan on giving you more authentic backstage passes, almost like a weekly journal. I don't know that it'll be weekly. It might be bi-weekly, but I want to give you more of these solo style personal learnings because I think sharing these stories is what's going to lead to your, your development. I think, you know, I love the podcast interviews. There's a lot of value there. I'm going to keep doing those. I actually have some really good guests coming up soon. Um, 2023 brought on some of my favorites, Neil Patel, James Altucher. I had a, a short episode with Patrick Bet David. So like, I really, really love doing the interviews, but I, you know, I think these solo episodes are really valuable too. So going to land the plane there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and uh, make sure you check out that AI, AI guide at AIupdate.ai. You will not be sorry. I'm telling you, this is, this is the thing at AIupdate.ai. All right. Catch you later. See ya. Peace.